Symphony. I, I, I don't care for that. Those are good songs, right? There. By the way, great songs. But yeah, I mean, they've been ruined by every kind of fucking professional office out there with the Muzak. Big show in front of you today. By the way, lots and lots of thanks going out to uh, TL yesterday. Tommy was fantastic on the show. Remember, hashtag everything with hashtag TL2024. <laughs> I started doing that. People are going to be like, what the fuck is this? Uh, let us get to some good mornings before I start the show. And I, like, when I start today, we got to talk about something. We got to talk about TV, people. But before we get to that, let's say some good mornings. Look at look there. First one here. Hangtown Gin in the house. It says, morning ass, happy hump day. Oh, wait, whoops a daisy. Let me get that right there. Hump day? Right back to you. Yep, so far the job is slow. I'm actually counting days. Well, hey, that's good. That means you're going to be all right. And maybe you could reward yourself with some peaches and cream. Sex and crack. Having sex with a fine woman, Georgia Peach, and indulging in crack cocaine, also known as ice cream. There you go. You pull a Hunter Biden, if you will. So that, that peaches and cream there. Bradster says, morning, big and assets too. Hang down chin says, yeah, remember the old Mervyn's commercial, the lady outside the store at 4 a.m. peering in the windows, open, open, open. That's me right now. Be back four times waiting for 7 a.m. Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska, good morning to you, my friend. He says, happy hump day. Right back at you. Straight Fire says, oh, my lucky stars, the straight fire, indeed. Derek says, good morning, ass family, and happy hump day, hump day, hump day. Alicia says, morning, ass fam. Hope everybody is having a happy hump day. And and let me just say this right now. I want to take time out of the show to say thank you to Alicia. I'm sure she gets bombarded all the, Alicia, I said. I I think I said that. I I don't know. Uh, This is a new feeling for me in the morning because I got sleep last night. And I'm sure she gets bombarded all the time with, you know, health questions because she's a nurse. So I decided, well, I might as well do that, too. So I, I've been having really bad restless legs lately. 
and uh, you know, I take like Kratom, and I take these things from CVS. The, the it's called Arnicare, and they work kind of, sorta. And I asked her, "What what what can you help me with? What what do you think?" And she asked about magnesium. Now, I didn't know. I I didn't know what my I don't know where magnesium is. I mean, so I got Braddy Kid to get me some supplements. Some and, and let me just tell you real quick: if you take magnesium, you got to be careful. Because that stuff will make you shit out of lung. Literally, I had to pick my lung up out of the toilet and hose it off and then stick it back up there. But last night, I woke up once and I rolled back over. It, it, it doesn't count as a full night, but almost of like seven and a half full hours of sleep. Man, that hasn't happened in so long. So thank you so much, Alicia, for your help. I am ever indebted to you. And, yes, I am still wearing my knee brace. My knees still hurt, but that's okay. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. It's Easy Listening Wednesday. <laughs> See, you got the joke there. Oh, looky there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only, bratty kid is in the house. I thought I farted, but I shit. And now I squishy when I sit. I got poop all in my crack and a little on my sack. I thought I farted, but I shit. You, you said you weren't going to sing that about me again. Come on now. I hope you have a spectacular day. Uh, Cowboys girl is in the house. She says, uh, good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Christopher says you're listening to Soft Rock. 104.1, the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad everybody picked up on that. That makes me smile. Swoosh! Morning ass family here with the jerks, so maybe no comments from me, but I'll try to listen in. All right. Well, I hope you have a great day, Swoosh, and fuck the man. Kyle says, good morning, y'all. Uh, Hangdown Jen says, after seeing them in concert, I now hear the song with an Asian accent. I can't not. Uh, Stephanie says, morning, all. Woke up at 4.30 to do a run in the dark. as apparently September, Nevada. Means Satan has hot diarrhea for the next week, which I couldn't be more unhappy about. Oh, I hear you. Oh, it, it, right now it's warming up. Look, look. Friday I'm going to do uh, something I, I usually don't ever do. I'm going to repeat a T-shirt, but Friday is college football Friday. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy's on the show tomorrow, and we're going to go over the entire college football schedule. I'm fired up. Longhorns play at 7 o'clock my time. Whoo, daddy, I'm ready to go. Whooping some Louisiana Monroe ass. Uh, let's see. Uh, sorry, Steph, that sucks. Cowboys Girl says I'm watching Snowfall right now, and it's about, all about crack, LOL. I have no problem with helping out a friend. So happy for you. Sorry about your booty hole, though. Oh, it, 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 I, w- I would rather shit my guts out and get a good night's sleep, I'll tell you that. Gold says good morning, everyone. In early today, well, welcome. Iraiah says, good morning. You're out in the house. She says, good morning, ass family. I get to work uh, from home today. Have I mentioned how much I love my job? I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, It's going to be 102 all weekend. Those burners are going to be crispy my Monday. Woo, and stay. By the way, good morning, Burning Man. I know that the Warbird is out there. I hope all you burners uh, have got uh, enough, like, sun protection and things like that because it is going to be hot but you are in a desert, and clean up after yourselves. And whatever you do, stop at a truck stop or something on the way home and clean up. 
you stink bastards. Uh, let's see. Zach says, good morning, Arnie. Time off work. Uh, love a great morning with my favorite show, and it's almost uh, Saturday, opening day. Oh, I can't wait. I might go back to Panera. I might try Panera Saturday morning. I don't know. Last year I went to Panera and it pandemic horse shit. I'm still looking for the pineapple upside down bunt cake. If I can get the pineapple upside down bunt cake, we could be smelling national title this year. Just saying. I, I, I'm just saying. In the past, when I've started the season off by going to Panera and getting a pineapple upside down bunt cake, we have won a national title. Or at least played for it. Ogre in the house. Buenos dias, familia. Seeing the forecast for California, I'm really glad to be living in this desert hell. Yeah. All right. Now, look here. I got to start the show. Yesterday, great show with Tommy. And I was literally functioning on like 20 minutes of sleep the night before. Uh, There's supposed to be a Panera on campus, but I have yet to find it. <laughs> LOL. Um, I, I was exhausted when the show got off, and, and I went in the living room, sat in my chair. I dozed off for like five, ten minutes. Legs started shaking. I said, fuck it. I'm just going to stay awake. Well, in that ten minutes I fell asleep, that allowed Braddy Kid to steal the remote control. And there are reasons why I'm in charge of the remote control, but I was happy that she was in charge of it yesterday. Because you remember when we were kids? At least when I was a kid. Hey, you older folks out there. You you Arnie-age people. You remember the good old days of daytime TV? Maybe get a different stroke, some facts of life, you know, a couple of those shows. And then it was game show time. And, and if your network didn't have game shows on, they were showing soap operas. And then we progressed into the TV talk show realm. By the way, why does Jennifer Hudson have a talk show coming out? Do we really need singers like her and Kelly Clarkson? Why don't they go on tour? Uh, you know what? As this moment, I'm thankful three hours ahead of y'all because I'm not sure I can handle Hook, Crack, and Arnie's booty hole evacuation all before 7.15. Shit, when I was a kid, touching the remote when parents were around was like touching the Ark of the Covenant without the secret incantations, right? So she grabbed it right. Uh, daytime TV now consists of a couple talk shows in the later afternoon, but you are, you are bombarded with every judge in the world. Judge Judy, Judge Mathis, the three evil judges, and a new judge that I found yesterday, a divorce court. That's on there. Divorce court's pretty fun. But yesterday, I was introduced to Judge Maybelline. Judge Maybelline is a fiery black woman. And let me tell you, she don't put up with shit in her courtroom. (laughs) Ogre, when I was a kid, I was the remote. Yeah. Amen to that. Uh, So I'm watching this show, right? I wake up, and I can't believe what I'm hearing. So the plaintiff, well, do I have proper music for this? Uh, Damn it, where did it go? Ah, here we go. Yeah. The plaintiff, we'll call her Susie Cuntface. Susie Cuntface was suing... uh, Someone at her work, we'll call him Joe Funny Guy, because she felt duped 
after a night out with the rest of the team. Now you're saying, well, well wait, 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 what happened? All right, let me walk you through this. This, this, this uh, look, this is 100% true. I watched this. This woman was suing this guy. I guess he's the, uh, the owner and operator of some, like, gravel-type store. We don't just gravel, we rock, he said, because he's the funny guy. And they had a trivia night away from work at a bar. And it was not a mandatory thing. It was trivia night on April 1st, and the winner was going to receive, quote-unquote, a payday. Now, this woman's giving her dissertation. She's talking about how she went there because she enjoys trivia and she wanted to be a part of the team, and she's really good at trivia, and she won. She was a winner, winner, chicken dinner. But she was very, very upset that she won a payday candy bar. Now, now she she was suing for like three thousand dollars. So this guy, he, he and he's laughing his ass off along with me and and Braddy Kid and Judge Maybelline. They 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 they, they showed the email. It said and she says, well, they said that there was a cash prize, and Judge Maybelline was not having that. Oh no, girlfriend. She said, does it say your cash prize? Or does it say payday? Which, by the way, is a delicious candy bar. She said that. She really did say that. So this woman is suing a guy who had a trivia night on April fucking Fool's Day for $3,192 because she felt like she was getting made fun of. Everybody was there. They knew what a payday meant. They got the jokester who's running this thing. And she said that this was to make her feel bad. Judge Maybelline was like, "Uh uh-uh, girl. And she goes, Judge Maybelline goes, so what'd you get? Did you just get a payday candy bar? She's like, no, I received a gift card. She's like, you received a gift card? I mean, you won something? And Liddy goes, well, yes, but it's to a sports store. And that's when Judge Maybelline goes, girl, what, you ain't got no kids that play sports? You don't like sports? What, you ain't got a cat? You can get a cat a ball there. Judge Maybelline ruled for Joe the jokester. And it shows the two, like, you know, talking to each other. He goes, I can't believe you sued me over trivia night. Well, I think it was wrong what you did and did this. Dude, I, I was so incensed. I was so enraged. That a woman sued a guy because she's too stupid to fucking understand the email. I looked her up on Facebook. Yes, I did. I couldn't find her, though. There's a lot of, uh, hold on, let, let, let's see, what, what was his broad's name? And, I, and it, they didn't say where they were from. Uh, Samantha Stewart was her name. Samantha the Idiot Stewart. Suing because she got a payday candy bar, which Judge Maybelline has ruled is delicious. 
Well, I could have told you that was the prize. You said payday, not cash. She got to be the winner. She was smarter than everyone else uh, in the place, right? How can she say it then turn they were – look, look, because she was an idiot. That's why. This gal was an idiot. Oh, Samantha Stewart, you made my day. Well, Judge Maybelline made my day. She was fired up. I thought I just lost a computer mouse. I was like, where the hell did that thing go? Uh, that sounds like a delightful afternoon. I was fired up, man. Oh, I wanted to write that stupid bitch. I, I, I really did. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Nobody is that dumb. And then, then I remembered that there is, there is one person out there that dumb. 90% of the time, I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Now, now wait, wait, wait. Joe, we got, you got to wait. You got to wait. I have other stories to get to before we get to your stupidity. Speaking of stupidity, get ready. I know I reported a story like this about a month ago and nothing happened. But now, researchers at the Wuhan Institute of Virology have detected a new virus in mice. Codename LSPYVKY187. The new virus was detected in a striped grass mouse. It, it, its effect on people is unclear and needs to be assessed. Well, laddie freaking duh. Looky there. A new virus, and right before the midterm elections, uh, I, just color me. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Ever notice the requirement to appear on a judge show is to be like 20, 30 IQ points below the national average? And to be a judge, you have to be a tongue-lashing jerk-off who sounds like they came from the abandoned neighborhood. It is true. That is true. Convenient. COVID-20. Yeah, I I know how convenient it is. I hear you. Oh, those judges shows, those people are morons. The next case that was on is this lady wanted this uh, neighborhood kid who's kind of like the handyman around the neighborhood to build a deck, but she didn't include staining and the lattice. I don't know what a lattice is, but whatever. Didn't include that. She paid him like the the job was $6,100, and she paid him $4,600 up front. That was on the people's court, though, because Doug Llewellyn was on there. Doug Llewellyn's still on the people's court. How was Doug Llewellyn like a teenager when the People's Court started? Because that show's like 40 years old. Now keep my eye on this story about this new virus. Who's first to fuck a mouse from Mousebox? Oh, shit. I mean, they're rolling everything at us, and we're like, nope, not again. Nope, nope, try again. Uh, Somebody who had a very, very, very bad day yesterday uh, was a feller by the name of Alec Baldwin. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. No, no, no. I I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. Well, first of all, um, 
a new Rust-inspired gun safety bill in California has failed to pass due to conflict with Hollywood studios and unions. I'm going to piggyback on something that Joe Rogan said about two or three weeks ago. There is no bigger lobbyist against guns than Hollywood. All these Hollywood actors, Lizzo, MTV Awards, guns, 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 guns. There's no bigger opponent to the gun industry than Hollywood. Yet there is no one that promotes guns more than Hollywood. I mean, every damn cop show's got a gun. There's guns in everything. The Expendables, Rambo, Commando, Terminator. Just go through all of them. And now they wanted to pass a bill, and Hollywood's like, yeah, no. No. Uh, State Senate Bill 831 was released in January, aimed to raise safety standards on sets, regulate ammunition, blanks, and firearms. While a similar bill, 829, was more specifically tailed for weapons to remain under the supervision of an armorer at all times. The Directors Guild of America and the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees issued a joint statement after the legislation passed. The DGA and IATSE are disappointed and disheartened that this critical legislation, which would have required important safety, blah, 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 blah. Because they don't want the guns locked up because it'll take too long to get them. And if the actors are on set or if the sun is in a perfect spot and the director wants to shoot right then and there, P. Coop says, you don't need a law, just don't hire Alec Baldwin. Poor Alec Baldwin. I mean... Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. No, no, no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger but, on them, but, never. But you did. You, you see, that that's the problem is that, Alec, you did. And your day continued to get worse yesterday due to the fact that now... Oh, I love this. This is my favorite story. I have never rooted for anyone more then I am rooting for the family of Riley McCollum, who was one of the 13 uh, Marines that was murdered during the Afghanistan withdrawal. The family has uh, filed a defamation lawsuit against Alec Baldwin for the second time, accusing of him being negligent and reckless in posting about the service member's sister, being at a protest on January 6th. Yes, Alec Baldwin says, uh, uh, post accusing his sister of being an insurrectionist. How about this? How about Alec? You don't go on Twitter anymore. All these people that think that Twitter is some sort of right that they have, just stop it. You, look, Alec, I understand you think you're the most important person in the world. But you are far from it. You, you are not even the most important person on a movie set. 
I, I would think that the caterer is more important than you. B. Coop says, John McClane didn't tape a ninja star to his back in Die Hard. Terminator didn't get into slap fights and try to kill Sarah Connor. Ah, 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 not just the withdrawal, the perfectly timed and executed withdrawal where nothing bad happened and there were no snags or fatalities or clusterfucks or goat screws. No, no, there weren't. They, we, we didn't learn about the Afghani, you know, skydiving team that day. The family originally filed the suit in Wyoming, which was dismissed because the court didn't have jurisdiction over Baldwin, who lives in New York. The family filed the second suit in the Southern District of New York last Friday, asking for $25 million in damages, saying the actor accused Royce McCollum of being an insurrectionist on his social media, leading to her being verbally attacked by his fans. I... Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Get him. Douglas, good morning to you, my friend. Oh, Joe Biden's going to be on TV tomorrow night. Talk about a little deflection. Jesus, a little peek into growing up Baldwin. Bet that fucker also ate the last cookie, broke the heirloom cookie jar, and blamed it on his sister. No shit. I would not be want to be one of his kids. You got you got to think his kids, his kids are going to be fucked up. All twenty eight of them. So I, 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 I can only hope for a moment like this tomorrow night on national television that Joe Biden has. Now, does anybody want to say that Joe Biden isn't racist? Speak now or forever hold your peace. And just interject for a moment. My deceased son, Bo, he was the attorney general of the state of Delaware. And what he used to do is go down on the east side, the what called the bucket, highest crime rate in the country. There's a place where I used to, I was the only white guy that worked as a lifeguard down in that area, mm-hmm. on the east side. And you know where the, you can always tell where the best basketball in the state is, or the best basketball in the city is. Good where Lord. everybody shows up. Hey, Joe, is that where the best fried chicken and watermelon is, too? Can you believe he Just said Just interject this? for a moment. My deceased son, Bo, he was the attorney general of the state of Delaware. And what he used to do is go down on the east side, the, what called the bucket, highest crime rate in the country. There's a place where I used to, I was the only white guy that worked as a lifeguard down in that. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Area on the east side. And you know where the, you can always tell where the best basketball in the state is, or the best basketball in the city is. It's where everybody shows up. Joe. 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 Joe, please, just, just say something like that tomorrow night on national TV where the media can't protect you and your racist ways. Is the bucket where the smart black kids are just as smart as the white kids, or is that town run by the N-word big shot? I've taken the N-word out uh, uh, of, of rotation for a while, but this one here, how about, um... So the best way... No, not that one. Keep alive. The- 
No, not that. Oh, yeah, this one. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Horror of the Holocaust. Honor of the Holocaust, or? But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's Uh death did. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Yeah. God have mercy on your soul. Vic Coop says, breaking news, the World Gravy Wrestling Championship is returning from hiatus. Hold on, I got to look at this. I got to see this. Uh, Zach says, whenever Joe talks, he loves Bo, and, and Hunter was never one of his kids. No shit. Even though he says Hunter is the smart, or yeah, Hunter is the smartest person he's ever met in his entire life. I don't know why my Chrome takes so long to... I, I run the show off Safari, but I have Chrome as well, and, like, everything that comes off of uh, the Mixler page opens up Chrome, and it takes forever, and I hate it. Uh, so this is going to take me a second. Uh, as I keep burping, no, I'm not tasting any magnesium. That's good. Come on now. Really? Is, is this not going to work? All right. I, I'll just have, I'll, I'll look up the World Gravy Championships here in a little bit. Um, let's see. Uh, what, a, <laughs> what a stupid son of a bitch. He really is straight fire. Oh, please let Peter Ducey bring this up in today's press briefing. Oh, we, we got to talk about that stupid ass, too. The White House says President Biden will head to Philadelphia on Thursday for a speech in which he will argue that America's democracy remains under attack and highlight who is fighting to protect the nation's freedom. Now, can I, 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 look, I've got a stupid question. Y'all are all smarter than me when it comes to this shit. I'd like for somebody to please explain to me. And I'm not trying to be a dick here, I promise. I'm not trying to be a crazy right-winger, which I'm accused of in Listener Mail. We have Listener Mail today, and we have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch today. Today we have the Mount Rushmore of Obscure Celebrities. Friday's Celebrity Ass Deathmatch could be one of the greatest. That's all I'm going to say. V. Coop, you're the man. Actually, Hunter is pretty smart, does whatever the hell he wants, coke and hookers, whatever, and gets away with it all. That I don't know if it's smart. I think he's lucky more than anything. I'd like to know, how is our democracy in jeopardy? That's all I'd like to know. I'd like to know what these Democrats are saying by our democracy, is in jeopardy. They're the party that wants to uh, abolish the Constitution. Wouldn't them be in charge more of a threat to our democracy? They want to put stuff in the Constitution that's not in there. Roe versus Wade, I'm sure some idiot senator will put in there the right to drive at some point. But I'd just like to know, what is the actual threat to our democracy? 
He's not talking to the American people. He's talking to his handlers running him in the country. Nobody ta- taking, uh, taking nothing away but their communist regime. Do they wrestle in country gravy or brown gravy, like thick and chunky? Or I think since it's in Britain, it'll be brown gravy. They're being honest when they say our democracy, their version of it. Okay, okay, I see. We're a republic, not a democracy. Also, it endangered from the left communist. How can our democracy be in jeopardy when we have a constitutional republic? Well, I, look, these, this is why I ask questions. I love all these people that are going after MAGA Republicans, and that's anybody that voted for, for Donald Trump. So 79 million people, they want out of New York. The, the mayor, the governor of New York State, sorry, I don't have that one, said that she wants all MAGA Republicans out of New York State. Well, then that'd be all Republicans because, you see, that, that's who voted in the last election. I've never seen a war like this on a political party. Ever. I mean, they didn't even go after the Tea Party like this. And this isn't any... They, look, they say MAGA Republicans because they think that's an offshoot. If you voted Republican in the last election, you're a MAGA Republican in their eyes, even though that was the only choice. Did she really say that? What? that, that Joe Biden said that, that we're... At, at stake of, of fighting to protect the nation's freedoms. Wait a second. No, you're not. You're not fighting to protect the nation's freedoms, and I'll tell you why you're not. You're trying to ban free speech, first and foremost, if it doesn't agree with you. This is why I, I, I do enjoy TikTok a lot now, mainly not because of the asshole liver king or, or the people that lip sync or anything like that, I like it when they show, uh, like, when right-wing, if you will, right-wing speakers show up at, at colleges. And the colleges want them kicked off campus. But wait a second. Isn't, isn't a college campus the bastion for free speech and ideas? Yet they want them kicked out. So how are they protecting the First Amendment? Second Amendment, they want to get rid of guns. So how are they protecting that? I'm not going to go through all the list of amendments, mainly because I don't know what the third one is. (laughs) Off the top of my head, I'm sorry. He says, I'm going to speak about the core values of the nation. Our standing in the world, our democracy are at stake. I don't give two rat fucking ears. What our, quote, standing in the rest of the world means. If you were to ask me, I would say our standing on top of the world. Because that's what we do. The world needs us. 
Okay, Third Amendment forbids uh, quartering the military in private homes or businesses. Thank you, Ogre. I do appreciate that. Zach just texted, the best thing in the world is watching Ben Shapiro and his college Q&A sessions. Either him or Charlie Kirk or Crowder, uh, the, the, the guy who, uh, the bearded guy who's taking on transgenders. I love them all because they don't get mad. They don't yell. See, this is why I would be bad for that side. Because I would yell and tell people to shut the fuck up. But they don't get mad. They don't yell. They just put these people in their place. And it is so delightful to watch. To me, it replaces Saturday morning cartoons. When I get to see Charlie Kirk just fucking destroy the ideals of a young person. I love when Charlie Kirk and Candace Owen tag team on stage, passing the mic back and forth, ripping people apart. Oh, it is delicious. Matt Walsh, that's the guy. Matt Walsh is awesome. Peter Bogosian does a great video, too. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, these, these are the home run hitters. I'm not the world's biggest fan uh, of Candace Owens. She gets a little too fiery. See, this is why I like the other guys. Matt Walsh has never raised his voice. Ben Shapiro doesn't ever raise his voice. And I, I tell you what, man. You want to see somebody get a fucking beat down. You watch a Ben Shapiro video. He will make you feel so small. Last week uh, here in Dallas, and I didn't know about this, and I'm looking back and I'm kicking myself. Uh, I, I, I vowed to try to go to a podcast convention because I never did that in radio, and that cost us. And they had a big one here in Dallas last week. And it was, it was just too expensive to go to last minute. It was like fucking $700. Now I look back, Ben Shapiro was there. A lot of the people from Daily Wire were there. Dude, Conrad Thompson, who's Ric Flair's son-in-law. Arn Anderson was there. Holy shit, Arn Anderson was there. Arn Anderson, you know the sun has to put on shades when Arn Anderson walks outside? It's true. Uh, but Ben has kind of a whiny voice, and for me, that's annoying. Yeah, oh, yeah, it, it, look, he is. And that, that I think that's part plays into it because you are just getting polywop verbally by a guy who talks like this. And I like, I look, I, I would have gladly taken a picture with Ventura. I would have handed him my card and said, you need somebody fiery on your network? I'm your fucking guy. says, come on now. She does argue with the fine black folks of America. If you ain't loud, you ain't heard. Look, here's the thing. You're right. And and that's the, uh, I guess I don't like Candace Owens because I think I could do her job better at yelling at people. I'll tell you what, Ben Shapiro is one of the best spoken people. I mean, his, 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 he enunciate word. I mean, his, he is a fabulous talker, except his voice. And I like when he gets frustrated. Hey, hey, you just want me to do this? He's great. He is fucking great. Ben does a decent impression of Joe Biden as well. Oh, I need to see that. I need to see his Joe Biden impression. Pass universal pre-K. 
We'll restore the child care tax credit. We'll protect voting rights. We'll pass election reform and make no, make sure no one, no one ever has the opportunity to steal an election again. Oops. Stephanie says, oh, my God, he's the worst. He reminds me of a little know-it-all you used to hang out with. I want to joke slam him sometimes. Is he really the worst? I, I, look, I, I, I like him. I, I, I like all those guys. It, 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 I just laugh because it's entertaining to me. It was Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk was, I believe, on the University of Nevada campus a couple years ago. It might have been last year. When he walked these two, and I, I know I've told this story a bunch of times, but he walks these stupid, these two stupid white freshmen, 18, 19-year-old punk-ass kids who think they know what the world is all about, and he just walks them down the plank. And the, the topic was black students wanted a black-only dorm. And these two white kids were like, well, yeah, I mean, if that's what the black students want, then they should have an all-black dorm. And you could just see Charlie rearing back, ready to throw this fucking meatball down the middle when he says, well, does that mean that there should be a white-only dorm as well? And these two kids, they sounded just like fucking Alec Baldwin. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger. No, 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 no. That would be racist. I love this idea that black folks can't be racist, that Mexicans can't be racist, that Asians can't be racist. I'll say it right now. I am I am gonna say this right now. (laughs) Stephanie says Shapiro's the type of guy who thinks his own cum is yucky. Oh, I look, look, look. Ben Shapiro to me is the guy who has to shower before and after sex and then probably a couple times during the day. He, he just seems that way to me. Oh, absolutely, but I still love his ideals. Doesn't he have like six kids or something like that? Grew up in California, lives in Nashville now. But there is nothing funnier than, than watching these people try to say that, well, black people can't be racist. But what I was going to say is that I think, and this is just me, if we were to gauge the number, I would say that probably Asian folks are probably the most racist towards other Asian nationalities. Because if you don't, like, like if, I, I'll say it. I'll, I'll just, oh, look, I'm going to step on this landmine. I can't tell different Asian communities apart. I can't. I, I, I look by looking at them, and I'm not going to say they all look the same, but I can't tell a Korean from a Chinese person. I can't tell a Japanese person uh, away from a Vietnamese person. I, I just can't, and I'm sorry. And watch if you call somebody Japanese. And they ain't Japanese? Oh. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? No, it's not. Uh-uh. Four kids and lives in Florida now? No, I believe he lives in Nashville. That's where he moved his business to because uh, it's cheaper there. 
Um, he has sex like once a month and basically only for procreation. It's not really a fun thing. <laughs> Don't forget, when a person of color commits a hate crime against another person of color, it's still the white man's fault for teaching them racism. This is, believe it or not, legitimately considered an argument in academia. It's the stupidity of the world right now. Academia, and no, no offense to people that work, I'm talking to a rise here. Academia has got to be full of some of the dumbest people in our society. Not all of them, but they have got to have some of the dumb, and I'm talking about they are dumb when it comes to street smarts. If, if I were to ever be cursed with children, I would rather my children have all the street, street smarts in the world and be a, a B or a C student. Charlie Kirk is likable because he's good-looking, smart, and his voice isn't annoying. If you listen to Ben, he's intelligent, but his voice is just annoying. And Hoger says, Alicia, you anti-Semite. V. Coop says, you could tell in the 40s, Japanese had a bit of a microwave tan. Uh, it's hard to tell Asian nationalities apart. This is so bad. Because they all... The man comes attack you and you know Kung Fu, you're going to high yah him, right? You do that before... Nathan, call 911. <laughs> Book smart, not street. Oh, absolutely. Oh, he's, he has relocated to Florida. Okay. I'm actually pretty good at figuring out what type of Asian. Uh, I, I'm not. I, I, and I don't even try. I'll just ask. Like, like, if you're working in a Chinese restaurant and you look Asian, I'm going to assume that you're Chinese. Now, I know that is wrong of me, but I'm not going to say it. I'm not, I'm not going to oh, you must be Chinese. This is something you bring home. I bet y'all got the best Panda Expresses there. <laughs> say that to a Chinese person and see what they do. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. I love that Joe Biden brings out the racist in all of us. Oh, no. Oh, Biden botches something? Oh, wait, I haven't seen this yet. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Here we go. Here's Joe at it again. Do you realize the bullet out of an AR-15 travels five times as rapidly as a bullet shot out of any other gun? Wait, 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 wait. That's not true. Gun people on the show, I need your help. Let's play this shit again. Hold on. Do you realize the bullet out of an AR-15 travels five times as rapidly as a bullet shot out of any other gun? Uh, let's see. V. Coop says, that is very not true. <laughs> oh, here come the gun people. Ogre says, what? That's complete horseshit. Uh, 223 slash 556 is usually 32 feet per second. Here's your help. He's a fucking idiot. Kale says, wrong. Uh, that would make a bullet from an AR travel at Mach 5. <laughs> 9mm, 1,200 feet. Uh, Biden is the misinformation. <laughs> 
Uh, bullshit, 220 round, not the, uh, he's such an idiot. Like, I, I don't know. Wait, wait. I, gun people, I need your help here. The, the fastest traveling, would, would that be like a 50 caliber? I, I would imagine a 50 caliber is a lot faster than, than, than an AR-15. Maybe he's referring to the AK-15. Yes, the, the Indianapolis coach came out and said, I can't believe you can go out and buy an AK-15 at 18. There's that other guy. That other guy played that one. And he's, uh, he's on Daily Wire. He doesn't have any facial hair. And he's very uh, well-spoken. And he talks like this. And he, he's got a much better voice. Uh, the president of disinformation, ladies and gentlemen. If a bullet traveled as fast as he thinks, it would burn up into molten bit. What's the purpose of the statement, if it were true? Does he think people can dodge 9mm bullets? Uh, not a firearms expert, but more gunpowder in 223 round over 9mm. Michael, no- Michael Knowles, I love that guy. I-, I love him so much, I don't know his fucking name. If an AR-15 uh, is shot that fast, the rifle uh, they-, they built would explode. Joe Biden is saying that the AR-15 is the only one that's faster than Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet, unless it's from an, AK, an AR-15. Like, like I, I just, what an idiot. Goddamn, I didn't even plan that story. That, just, that one just popped up. And here's the problem. Here's the problem is that everybody in this crowd is going to repeat that. They believe that that's true. Well, you know, the AR-15, its bullet travels five times faster than any bullet known to mankind. The, the, this is, uh, this is that, that old game where you tell somebody, you whisper a secret in their ear, and you see how it changes between ten people? Didn't President once say it's okay to shoot a shotgun in the air for safety? I don't know. If he said that, he's an even bigger moron than before. All these people that shoot guns up in the air on, like, 4th of July. Hey, stupid fuck. That bullet's got to land somewhere. There's this rule in physics that, that says what goes up must come down. Good morning, Sassy Pammy. Hello there. Google Center uh, Fire Rifle Ballistics. Such an asshole. But these people are going to be saying that, oh, well, you know, oh, well, I don't know how that kid got that gun. That, 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 that gun, no one should have, not even the military. Mm-mm-mm. All right. That's enough. Joe Biden will... If you want to fun, have fun watching a speech, watch tomorrow night. By the way, yesterday we touched on this about how much of a liar Karine Jean-Pierre is. Let me read what you guys. Shoot a shotgun in the air as a warning shot instead of shooting someone breaking into your house. Yeah, oh, that's what I remember that, yeah. 
Uh, they just spew garbage to hold on to the clinging idiots they still have, like the 15 people in that crowd. Shameless and no fucks given amid. And yes, he did say, go to your porch and shoot a shotgun in the air. I remember that now, yeah. Oh, yeah, Joe thinks it's okay to fire your shotgun in the air in your private mountain cabin where there's nobody around for miles. <laughs> totally applicable in an urban setting like an apartment or a row of houses. I'm confused. Once any bullet comes out of a gun, it's going faster than I can move. From there, I don't care how much faster it moves. Point is, it's faster than me. Uh, 220 Swift is the fastest at 4,665 feet per second. Okay. All right. Um, a fellow who worked in the... Um, the uh, the Border Patrol team, National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd, has called out Kareen Jean-Pierre Tuesday, who said people are not just walking across the border. They're, we're, we're, they're just not walking across. He came out and says, I watch these people walk across the border every single day. We see it. It's disgusting. That's what we're seeing. And she knows exactly what's happening, but she's deflecting. She's lying. I don't need to go any more into detail in this story. Jean-Pierre is a fucking liar. And she is out of her depth. Peter Ducey, and, and I'm going to say this, and I do not mean this in a way that somebody could go viral with. Peter Ducey owns her. If I were Peter Ducey, I would walk in in a mesh tank top to answer ask questions. Those who passively take the information and then go vote, they take the misinformation from mainstream media and then vote for the shitty policies that ruin the U.S. Oh, indeed. I knew you were going to say that, you racist. I know. I know. He, but he does. He owns her like a rented mule. A mesh tank top, that was good. Yeah, well, nobody can have the mesh overalls except me. And, yes, I do own a pair of mesh overalls. Jesus Christ. No, they're not walking over. Well, yes, they actually are. I've, I've seen news story after news, so I guess that's all doctored footage. Oh, California. I'm going to save the story about what the Republicans want to do to uh, Joe Biden in 2023. I'm, I'm going to hold on to that because we have to talk about this, and this one could take a little bit here. I told the mister I now have added Ducey to my uh, all pass list. He's amazing in that press room. <laughs> okay. California, you're fucked. And I say that. With love in my heart. Because you are going to not have fast food restaurants there anymore. The California State Senate has just passed a bill that will totally change how fast food is done in the state. The bill still has to be signed by Governor Gavin Grusom Newsom and most likely will. 
because the Senate passed a fast food council law that could force all fast food chains to raise wages to $22 an hour. From McDonald's to Long John Silver's to, to, to Little Caesar's to every fast food restaurant. And I want you to sit and think about this. I want you to sit and think about this. Do you realize that would mean that fast food workers are paid more than paramedics? Fast food workers are paid more than most garbage men, some police officers, other first responders. $22 an hour. California is also going to trans kids from all over the country, yeah. Watch the teenagers get cut out of the job force. The robot industry is high-fiving themselves into blisters right now. Now, look, that's something that, honestly, honestly, people should be worried about that. I hate, look, there's nothing worse than going to a restaurant and you have to order at the kiosk. I don't care for that because I'm old. Maybe the younger kids think it's cool that they can do everything on their app. I'm not one of those people. I was literally almost on the verge of tears. Braddy Kid can attest to this. When we first moved back here to Texas, we went to the exit of Forest Lane and Abrams here in Dallas. I know you guys don't know where the fuck that is, but that's where my grandma lived. Now it's straight up Hood Central. Dallas Cowboys used to practice right there. Uh, there was there was a Pizza Hut next to the Cowboys practice facility. Next to that was a gas station, which has now turned into a, a Long John Silver KFC. And across the street was the first McDonald's I ever went to. And I got all the great Muppet caper glasses there and the Happy Meals. I I, I was alive when the Happy Meal first came out. Getting the cool toys. You remember when McDonald's, and I know they probably did this up in uh, up in Northern California, but they would have the team poster of, like, uh, your football team. And I know that one probably had the Niners in, in Rockland. But this McDonald's had the posters of the Dow. Every year you go in there and you get a poster. I was on the verge of tears due to the fact that they have turned that into a drive through only restaurant. That was the first McDonald's I ever experienced a McRib in. First time I ever got a Big Mac was at that McDonald's. When chicken nuggets came out, I got them there. And I walked up to the counter in the good old days of when they had heat lamps at fast food restaurants. You order your food, and by the time you get your wallet out, it's sitting in front of you. Uh, This is a campaign that I want to go on. 
I want to go on one of these, these train campaigns. Make fast food fast again. If you want good food, don't go to a fast food restaurant. It's fast food. If you want coffee, don't go to McDonald's, assholes. Uh, let's see. Uh, California is getting worse every day, and Gavin will get reelected. Fucking breaks my heart that the masochists are voting to fuck us all over. Oh, yeah. They'd be paid more than anyone under an E5 in the military. Cool, I'll make about the same when I get a job at McDonald's when I get fired from the water district. There you go. And how much is a Happy Meal going to cost now? These workers get paid more in college graduates starting off as an appraiser with this country job. Uh, I'm pretty sure paramedics make more than that. Maybe you're thinking of EMTs. Yeah, I am thinking of EMTs. You're right. Paramedics is different than EMT. My bad, my bad, my bad. You know what I meant. California, uh, let's see. Uh, in high school, I made four fifteen an hour at a quick serve place. Those were the days. I protected people's lives at a water park for $4 an hour. I have, like, fucking, I, I, this is why I don't go to the doctor, because he's going to tell me I have the worst skin cancer he's ever seen because of my days as a lifeguard. I wouldn't trade anything for that. Uh, but I made $4 an hour. Ogre says, after Grandma Edna died, all the little people felt safe to walk the streets again. Right, I started at Skipper Seafood for three twenty-five an hour and was excited when it went to three thirty-five. Douglas says I started at five seventy-five. That's more than the best school driver in Fresno. Maybe I should go back work at McDonald's. What the fuck? What a joke! Yes, Christopher has to dodge bullets. He, I want you to think about this. This the perfect example here. A kid who puts fries in the fryer and fucks them up time after time yet doesn't get fired is making more, has the possibility to make more than a bus driver who risks his life literally when someone tries to come on the bus and and do whatever. Christopher had to do that last year. Christopher saved a busload of children, yet he's getting paid less than a kid who's mopping McDonald's floors. Jen says, I worked at McDonald's in high school, started at four fifteen an hour. I worked my ass off to four fifteen an hour before I left to waitress at Denny's for two thirteen an hour plus tips. Just had to make me crave a McRib. God damn it, Arnie. Well, welcome to my world where every day I wake up and say, is it November yet? And not for the election, it's for McRib. Ogre says, Christopher, just think at McDonald's, uh, you can legally inept and get away with it. These people are such mental mushrooms. Cowboys Girl says, I don't like food under heat lamps. Then don't go to fast food restaurants. Bring bring styrofoam back, people. Amen. Amen. There was nothing. And by the way, by the way, let me ask you this. I want y'all to be honest. All you people that are as old as me, remember the old days of McDonald's. You might have walked into McDonald's and wanted a Big Mac, but you looked. Every motherfucker knows what I'm talking about right now. You looked to see what was available under the heat lamps. They had that, 
That, that thing that they would just slide the, the burgers down. And if you didn't see a Big Mac or two on there, you're like, well, I ain't going to get a Big Mac. I'll get, I'll get two quarter pounders because this is days before the double quarter pounder with cheese. Probably the best national fast food burger out there. We saw it all, though. We saw it, and that's how you based your order on there. And you couldn't see the fries because the fries were over on the side. You're like, yeah, I want a, uh, I wanted a Big Mac. Well, okay, I'll, I'll just take a filet of fish and, and an order of fries. Oh, well, we're cooking the fries. You're like, God damn it. Because it's not fast. The other day, I almost murdered somebody. Yeah, it's true. Um, went to Chick-fil-A. Now, Chick-fil-A is, it, look, Chick-fil-A is fucked on so many levels. I hate the split drive through I think the split drive through is the stupidest thing known to mankind. Okay? It, it's just fucking dumb. I go through the split drive through and the little girl goes, okay, you're following that, that white truck right there. I said, okay, great. So I'm driving. Oh, they asked me how to spell my name. I said S-A-T-A-N. Needless to say, they did not write that down. I like to fuck with people. We, we went to Top Golf last week. My name was Lucifer. So, uh, so I'm there, and I'm behind the white truck. Well, this biatch in a little white Chevy car says, well, fuck you, big black truck. I'm going to cut in front of you. And she cut me off. And you know what she did? She fucked up the ordering process. Chick-fil-A is slowing down, too, boy. I tell you what. That was a, that was a 20-minute wait. I had a 20-minute wait at McDonald's last week to where I was yelling out the window. Fuck. I know that surprises no one. Man, those styrofoam holders were the best. Mac was never the same when they went to the box. They, oh, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, I mean, you could you, you you take the top down, you pour the fries in that. There's your plate right there. You're good to go. I mean, the fuck's sake, at Target get paid a shit ton to point point in an open cash register says that one's open. Look, do do I have to go through all the things that drive me crazy? Walking into a store and seeing eighty fucking cash registers, but two are open. Do better. That, that, that's all I'm asking is do better. You can't have all these checkouts but only two open. Target. Walmart. Oh, and they, they, I love this one, too. When you try to outsmart them and you go to the, uh, the self-checkout. Oh, I lost it one time in Reno. The, the Walmart that's up in North Reno off of North McCarran, I fucking lost it. I go through there, and I'm, I'm checking out, and it's bad enough you have to. I was just using it for that. I wasn't getting Copenhagen because they make you walk through the line of shame, the tobacco line. But I went through the self-checkout line, and I had like eight things, right? And I'm, I, I, I get them all scanned through, right? One didn't scan, so I had to have the idiot come over and scan it for me. And then the thing said, credit cards only. <laughs> I, I didn't have a credit card. I was paying in cash. I had cash in my pocket. 
I left my wallet in the car. I, I had like 15, I had a 20 in my pocket. And I said, what in the hell is wrong with cash? Well, we just don't accept it on this machine. Well, I, I, I said, well, there's a cash slot right there. Well, we don't have it turned on. Why not? Is cash not acceptable anymore, you ass faces? I left everything there and walked out. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't go to any fast food places. The only one I like is Chick-fil-A. At least their chicken is real. Okay, sometimes. Uh, that equals 9 bucks an hour in California. Now Christopher will be like, y'all little shits are on your own. Every man for himself as he drives through windshield to escape. Uh, I do know right now that Tahoe, they pay 16 to $19 an hour to start at McDonald's, but cost of living requires it. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. Fast food restaurants aren't supposed to pay your monthly bills. Unless you're a manager or a regional manager. That is what we call an introduction to the workplace. And I think Ogre said it earlier before the, the comment, or somebody said it before Ogre's comment about the, uh, the robots. This is... Now McDonald's will say, well, we're not going to hire young people anymore. If we have to pay them that much, we're going to pay people with experience. So you're cutting kids out of the job market. How else are they going to get any experience? Um, you get hot fries, you ask for fries with no salt. Oh, yeah, that's the trick right there. Uh, you're right about food shoots. Do you remember the excitement you had when you saw McDLT containers? That was amazing. Kept the hot side hot and the cool side cool. The service has gotten worse as the wage has gone up. Amen. My Chick-fil-A has a drive through system down. They stand there and make sure, yeah, mine does it. But, see, I think that's part of where I live. Rockwall, Texas has the worst of everything. The worst Waffle House in the world, Rockwall, Texas. The worst IHOP in the world, Rockwall, Texas. The Dickies isn't bad, but I think that's in Heath, which borders Rockwall. We got 42 damn Sonics right around the house, and those aren't too bad. Worst Taco Bell. Well, $16 an hour is not paying bills in Tahoe, and it shouldn't. Look, I, I, I'm sorry to tell you that that's an introductory job. It really is. Uh, I have a full-time job, and because cancer is expensive, I had to get a part-time job, too. Sometimes... Even a $75,000 a year job isn't enough. If you want more money, get another job. Amen. All right, uh, there's a Walmart here in Sacramento that's all self-checkout. No more human checkers. Well, what happens if something fucks up? Oh, I'm sure they have people that are standing around with their thumbs in their ass waiting to give you the code to punch in. Yeah, by the way, hey. You motherfuckers that take vegetables through the self-checkout, you are on my hit list. You, you, to me, you are no better than the people that offer coffee only through McDonald's. I, I ain't got time for you to scan through how much kiwis are a pound and then try to figure out and weigh them. Oh, I hate that. Boy, that is a pet peeve. I need to start working on my major pet peeves again. People that fucking bring vegetables through the self-checkout. Well, la-di-da, look at you. I guess you were a checker at one time, huh? Asinine. 
I take vegetables through the self-checkout so I don't have to pay for them. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, we will we will end the first segment there. Uh, but we have to get to this celebrity ass death match right here, right now, as family. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready as hell. It is time for celebrity, celebrity. celebrity. Now these are people that were one time in the news. And now they're no longer in the news. And we wondered what happened to them. Well, I don't have what happened to them, but we're going to vote to see who the Mount Rushmore is. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup. Hold on, let me read this. Uh, I have to say from recent experience that finding another job isn't as easy as it sounds. At least in my experience, I applied for 73 jobs in 10 days and only got called for three interviews. Luckily, I did get a job offer, but I have to explore an entirely, entirely different realm of work in order to make a decent living. That's the world right now, and it sucks. <sighs> All right. In our first matchup, ask family of obscure celebrities. Boy, this one's a home run out of the park right away. V Coop, V Coop did this, and I changed one. It, I, I'd not really even changed it too much. Our first one, though, is... The ever-so-popular guest from hell, Kato Kalin. Remember good old Kato who was living with OJ at the time and then got all kind of deals, and now he's vanished? Kato Kalin taking on the Long Island Lolita herself, Amy Fisher. Amy Fisher against Kato Kalin. Ask family, who is the more obscure, quote-unquote, star? the Long Island Lolita shot Mary Kayla Turno's face off. And she was having an affair with a fellow by the name of Joey Buttafuoco. All right, in our next matchup of hip-hop. Now, boy, we're into the world of hip-hop here. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you, who is more obscure? The fellow that did the song Bust a Move, also known as Young MC, or the guy who gave us the funky Cole Medina on top of Wild Thing, Tone Loke. Young MC versus Tone Loke. Ask family. Who is the more obscure superstar?
this one, but Tone Loke outlasted Young MC. True story. Um, when I was uh, in Padre Island my first year, I got a, a, a T-shirt there. And it showed a guy on a toilet. And because the song was Bust a Move, showed a guy on a toilet and said, Bust a Movement. I thought it was the funniest thing I ever saw. Oh, God, I love T-shirts. All right. Our next matchup. Now, this one is very, very obscure. I actually had to look up who this person was. And I go, okay, all right. Uh, She was in the movie American Beauty with Kevin Spacey. And we're talking about the actress Thora Batch Birch. Thora Birch showed her boobs off to the weird kid across the street that got beat up by his dad. So we got Thora Birch taking on the one-time Hollywood superstar, now obscure as shit, Callista Flockhart. Yes, I know that she is Mrs. Harrison Ford, but Callista Flockhart against Thora Birch. Ask family, who you got? Tennis match going on. Wow, look at that. Thora Birch. Isn't Thora Birch also the girl who said girls have a vagina? No, that was a boy who said that. Uh, That was a little boy who said that. Where do I have that? I do have it. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. You can see his dad was some sort of a gynecologist. So there you go. Straight Fire, what are we doing? We're voting on the most obscure celebrities. And Thora Birch just went past Calissa Flockhart. Got to write her down. All right. In what could be my favorite one. I have to say, this one is genius. Who is the more obscure person slash celebrity? Would it be John Wayne Bobbitt, the guy who had his ding-dong cut up by his wife and then thrown out the window? Or is it Steve Bartman, the guy who cost the Cubs a chance at going to the series? John Bobbitt versus Steve Bartman, ass family. I ask, who ya got?
We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Bartman moves on. But I have to say, V. Coop, I love it. Bartman. He didn't get me banned from the Moonlight Bunny Ranch. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Ask family. We now have to vote to see who gets on the actual Mount Rushmore. In our first matchup, we have the Long Island Lolita, Amy Fisher, taking on rap superstar for a year or so, Tone Loke. Tone Loke, Amy Fisher, ask family, who ya got? I need a winner. I, I still do not have a winner. Tone Loke, Amy Fisher, who you got? Waiting, waiting, waiting. Tone Loke is playing with Color Me Bad. God, that's an awful show. Oh, I would shoot myself in the ear if I could for that show. Tone Loke, look at that. Tone Loke moves on. Tone Loke has made the mountain. I love Tone Loke, too. He was great. Good old funky Cole Medina. All right. Final one, here we go. We got Thora Birch, the star of American Beauty. Not really even the, the star of it, but she was in it. Taking on the man that ruined Chicago, Steve Bartman. Steve Bartman versus Thora Birch ass family. Who ya got? Birch. Thora Birch. Obscure as you can get. You know, the thing with Steve Bartman is, too, he ruined that play and didn't even catch the fucking ball. How do you not catch the ball? You're a man, for God's sakes. All right, coming up next is Listener Mail, which is brought to you always by the fine people at JS Floors. We will get to that next. We are young country, we are the pride, the sons and the daughters 
to hearing a song We like some of the old stuff We like some of the new But we do our own choosing We pick our own music If you don't mind, thank you We are young country like all kinds of music and people cause we don't draw no lines no our hair is not orange we don't wear chains and spikes but we know how to have fun come a Saturday Like old Waylon. Hey, we know Van Halen. We like ZZ Top. We like country and rock. Oh, Hank would be proud. And Elvis would too. Cause we like our Mixed with some big city blues We are young country We are the pride The sons and the daughters Of American We know when it's not If you don't mind, thank you This old smoke-filled bar is something I'm not used to But I gave up my home to see you satisfied And I just called to let you know where I'll be living It's not much, but I feel welcome here inside Swinging doors, a jukebox, and a bar stool. And my new home has a flashing neon sign. Stop by and see me anytime you want to. Cause I'm
for listener mail. By the way, before we get to listener mail, whew, daddy, I cooked a ribeye yesterday. Oh, my God, it was so good. Holy Lord in heaven. Man, it was so good. I'm so much better than all those restaurants. Oh, oh, can't wait. Can't wait. That, that's all I will. On my birthday this year, I want to cook a steak and I watch, watch, want to watch long, Longhorn game. That's it. Only two things I want to do. I already, I already know that the week before, the, the second week of the season against Alabama is going to be a tough one. Game one is this week, and I can't wait. Uh, but, yeah, and played Sturgill Simpson there. He's still recovering from vocal cord uh, surgery. Man, I wish that guy would get back on the road because I fucking love his music. So there you go. But, yes, now it is time for Listener Mail, which is brought to you by JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. I, I, I would say forget about the rest, but you need to be careful because I found out this recently that the rest has started practicing voodoo. That's right, I said it, voodoo. And what they do is they come to your house, quote-unquote, give you an estimate on what your floor will cost when they're actually taking pictures of you to make life-size voodoo dolls of you. So after you get your floor done and all of a sudden your back breaks in half, it's them. And then do you know what they do? That's right. They have sexual intercourse with the voodoo dolls and stream it online. You know who doesn't do that? My friend Jesse over at JS Force, he doesn't practice voodoo. He he is a he, he is a floor master. That's what he does. He's there to put in the best floors that are known to mankind. Give him a call at 775-267-4123. Christopher says the rest are busy lobbying Congress to ban the new AK-15 ammunition that fires at Mach 5. That's fucking great. Uh, all right, so uh, listener mail time, and that means we have to start. Oh, man. Here we go. E- you know what? We're going to start with a question, and I got the songs ready to go. Is everybody ready? We're, we're going to have a good old time this morning. So uh, we're going to play a couple of the newer ones, including this one. <laughs> This board, I really have to get a new board. Um, that's all there is to it. Here we go. Uh, all right, here we go. There we go. Here we go. It's time that we empty our bulging inbox. Hopefully it's good and no ad for black cocks. Instead, I have answers for all of the fam. I should be selling for ten bucks a gram, and you should go write me. Go and write me right now before 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, don't feel bad. You're just doing the Welsh version. A bunch of poor bastards who the English stole the vowels from. All right. And then this one right here. This one is becoming, you know what? I'm going to do the dad version because I like the dad version better. I just do. So here we go. Let me hear you. Go time to ask Arnie. You should go write him now. He used to be on another show. Without him, well, it really does blow. So just write, write, write to him right now. If you don't, it's your fault. So just ask, ask, Ask him right now before he fucks a cow. So just ask, ask, ask him right now before he fucks a cow. Hey! All right, there you go. Perfect. I do like that one a lot. I got, I got to fix this board and make it sound better and do all that kind of stuff. All right. Our first letter today is an Ask Arnie question. Uh, dear Arnie, this is from Steve. Dear Arnie, I would really appreciate some help with something going on. <clears throat> My son has entered his senior year, and he's an average student. He really doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. But with all this college talk lately, I'm wondering if spending a ton of money on education would be the right way to go. I really don't want to see him uh, get in debt like his mother and I got into debt. And, yes, we paid our loans off because that's what you're supposed to do. Amen, Steve. But we went uh, uh, but we went when it was a bit more affordable compared to now. Any advice would be greatly appreciated from Steve. This is going to be a big question that's going around, and I think that this loan forgiveness is pointing out just how expensive college is. Cowboys girl, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, first, first one on here thought what I thought as well. Um, what does Steve, what does your son like to do? Does he like to work on cars? Does he like to do woodwork? Does he, I, I, what, what does he do? Because not everybody has to go to college. And, and, and Ogre, this is another one. Uh, he says that's what community college is for. Far, far cheaper and let you find out what you're good at. Even some community colleges do trade-type schools, give you an idea. Have them take a year off, uh, start maybe finding something he likes without spending money. Everybody, look, look. If education is the big thing, then yes, I would totally recommend junior college. But I would, do, I would ask him what he likes to do. If he likes working on cars and he's good at working on cars... He can make a lot of money working on cars in his life. Hell, you know what I would tell him? If he likes working on cars, you go and figure out how to fix electric cars. Because that, you know, with California doing their bullshit of getting rid of gas-powered cars, which won't happen, by the way. Uh, you heard it here first. Uh, there is going to be an influx on electric cars, and they are going to need mechanics. And those mechanics are going to be able to charge whatever the fuck they want. 
If he's into woodworking, maybe he turns into a, con- a, a, a carpenter or even a contractor. Those guys make great money. Uh, I'm working as an HVAC service tech since 2014 and make over 90 grand this year in Michigan. That's another one, heating and air conditioning, plumbing. I, I, I know a guy, if I, knew his, if I knew his company name, Ed, if you're listening, give me your company name. Uh, but he worked for different plumbing companies, and he finally started his own company. Plumbers make so – look, here you go. Here's the pun of the day. Plumbers make a shit ton of money, or they can. An electrician, any of these are wonderful jobs that we need. Hey, how about this? A mortician. That's a business that will never go out of business. Uh, charge whatever they want. I get it on. <laughs> yeah, the electricians. There we go. Let him grow and figure it out. Consumers River College has a great program that partnered with Ford to develop highly trained mechanics. Awesome. These electric cars are not sustainable. The battery goes bad, and then you need a new car. Uh, Douglas, I understand. I uh, Look, I totally get it. But if the entire state is getting rid of gas-powered cars, by the way, all just all new ones, it, they won't. They're going to need people to fix them. Try a state job, okay? Uh, I do plumbing too, but not the shitty kind. <laughs> the whole university experience is no longer about school spirit, rallies, games, or dorm life. It's about guilt, indoctrination, and woke politics. There's no experience anymore. Go to a JC, hang out with people there who still live normal lives far better. I tried the, the, the big college route at first and figured I was not mature enough for it, went the junior college route. That, was, that should have been the route I started with. And then I found radio, and I was like, okay, I don't need this shit anymore. So there you go. Maybe it's not one of these technical schools. Maybe he likes radio or something like that, or sound engineering, things like that. Then go to sound engineers and intern for him. Maybe he wants to be a tattoo artist. Have him, have him, you know, be an apprentice at a tattoo shop. Tattoo artists make a lot of money when they're busy. And if you're really, really good, you make a whole lot more. People are dying to get a mortician. Yeah. Has your son thought about the military? Or maybe porn. I don't know. I, I'm not going to, probably not porn, but all those are great ideas. You, you Look, look, don't feel like you, you only have to pick college. And see, that's the problem that, that I have with a lot of, like, guidance counselors and things like that is they want to push all the kids to college. Why? Because it makes their high school look good. That's why. Find something you like to do and you never work a day in your life. When I found radio, my life was complete. And to this day, as a broadcaster, I am, I, I, I'm in heaven every time I come in and get to crack the mic open. Like I said, I didn't sleep a lot yesterday, and I was waiting to sleep last night, so I didn't nap. I had this show prepared by 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon. Everything was right. I checked the websites and things like that, you know, of upcoming story. If there's anything new, and there's a few new stories I've, I've already put in. But this is what I do, and this is what drives me, is entertaining you and having fun. I look forward to talking to Joe Murphy tomorrow so much because of the Nebraska game on, because I've never worked. Literally, I've never worked a day in my life because I've been in radio for the last 30 years. 
I had plenty of grunt jobs. I worked at shoe stores all over the world, or all over Texas at least. Here's the thing. Only about 1% of people know what they want to do for the next 50 years at 18. Yeah, and that's the other thing. That's the other thing. Let him enjoy his senior year. Before you start planning the rest of his life and loans and things like that, let him enjoy his senior year as much as you can. I blame Bill Cosby for the brainwashing, put into colleges, being the only answer to anything. And look at him now. <laughs> Hated rapist. I definitely recommend getting into the trades. I've been in the fire sprinkler business for 26 years, and I make a decent living. Uh, Steph, I went through a university and still didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do since I thought I was going to grad school and teach history or literature at a junior college, but realized academia was so hypocritical and fucked up, I wanted nothing to do with it. And, you know, here's the, here's the maddening part of academia, is that there are a lot of good people in academia, and they're being hunt, handcuffed by all the bad people. If Ogre took a class in history, I would, I would take it. Ogre knows his shit. And there's a lot of people that are that way that know their shit and they know history and they, or they know politics and they know that. Those are the people, people that are passionate about it. That's who you want to take a class from. Not a teacher that's in there on tenure who's just handing out worksheets and playing, you know, uh, fucking dumb and dumber on the, on the screen projector every day. I recommend not starting out your professional career in debt. That's a big one. Learn a trade. Do not send your kid to a university. All right. If you don't know, don't just go to school and rack up debt. Kick your ass later. Yes, yes, it does. All right, next one here. Oh, you know, we didn't do this the first one. Oh, there it is. Now we're doing it. Morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. This is from Sarah. Sarah Connor. Get to the chopper. I wanted to say thank you to both you and Tommy for the show you did today. I'm going through a lot of family drama, and today for a few hours I was able to actually laugh again. Arnie, you are the one true king of crank calls because you don't get nasty with the people, and you usually have them laughing at some point without them knowing it's a joke. Yesterday, if you missed the show, I called the city of New York. And I asked for reimbursement for all of the uh, illegal immigrants we've been sending them on buses, including meal per diem. Uh, Sarah continues, you really don't know how much that meant to me today, and I will forever be a huge fan. Well, thank you, Sarah. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. When it, when it, we, if I can make you smile when you're having a bad day, I've done my job. I don't have to, you know, I, I, I don't have to punish myself by, by listening to this over and over again. Do your fucking job. Do your fucking job. Do your fucking job. Because I did. It, and, and look, I, I'm going to tell you all the truth. Yesterday, the only reason why I came in yesterday uh, was because Tommy was coming in. And I knew that he would be, he would drive me to do the show and be the best that I could be because I was so tired. I was so tired. My son quit college because of the liberal instructors. Now he makes amazing money as a teamster. <laughs> Does he know Jimmy Hoffa? Saracana? No, it's not Saracana. It's a vagina. You're a person with a vulva. 
Uh, Sarah, I hope that you have a better day today. I hope that I've made you laugh at least, or at least smile a little bit today as well. Those crank call goals, oh, this year, this year's Halloween show might be all crank calls. I don't know yet. I, I, I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet, but I'm looking forward to it very, very much. All right, scumbag, pay hey. attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Patrick. He says, hey, Arnie. I, too, am a huge wrestling fan, and I wanted to see if you had the same complaint that I do about AEW. AEW's on tonight, too. Sweet. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm really glad there's more wrestling, or as you call it, wrestling. That's what it's called. It's called wrestling. Ain't no G on it. It's like the word yella. I don't pronounce it O-W. I pronounce it yella. Uh, you call it wrestling on TV now, uh, but the AEW doesn't establish anyone or have feuds that go on for long. Agreed. Is it true about the roster being over 200 people? Why so many? How much longer do you think AEW will last with the dramatic improvement in the last few weeks of WWE? Uh, I heard that the AEW roster was somewhere around 270 wrestlers, which is completely ridiculous when you're only... I know that they put a lot of their dark matches, a lot of their house shows on, on YouTube. But if you're only really producing three hours of TV a week, you've got way too many wrestlers. And only two of those three hours are live. They're shooting themselves in the foot each and every week they go out there. That's all they're doing. And here's the other thing. The other thing is stop the chick matches, especially in AEW. The AEW chicks, first of all, ain't none of them hot, and they ain't none of them good. Speaking of Sarah Connor having a vagina, uh, why hasn't Hollywood made a Terminator reboot where Sarah Connor is a transgender man to woman who, despite not being able to give birth due to lack of uterus facilities, is the savior of humankind, and the Terminator is a MAGA hat-wielding redneck robot sent back to stifle her rights and prevent her from getting transition surgery? Copyrighted 2022 Ass Productions. Yeah, that that went that one I will probably not. Christopher, you don't have to review that one, buddy. By the way, what comes out this week? Anything good come out this week? I can't think it does since college football starts. Honk for Jesus? No, I'm not gonna see that. All right, let's see. Uh comes out Thursday. It's tomorrow. Spider Man No Way Home. Why is that being so Gigi and Kate? Honk for Jesus. Kathy Lee Gifford presents The Way. Good God, they're showing a bunch of crap everywhere. GG and Nate. I don't even know what that's about. Honk for Jesus. I think next week Clerks uh, 3 comes out, so there you go. Yeah, Honk for Jesus. That's why it's it's a, a black preacher and his wife who lead a gigantic church, and I guess hilarity ensues. Uh, all right, so uh, as far as, yeah, yeah, 270 people, including uh, a chick that makes four times as much as Ric Flair's daughter, even though that chick is a terrible wrestler. How much longer, uh, AEW, <sighs> see, they aren't like the, the Live Golf Tour where they have a sheik behind them. They have a very rich guy behind them, the guy who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
And pretty soon he's going to look at his son and go, I'm tired of losing money, son. We're going to pull the plug on this. They got too many wrestlers, not enough time on TV, and they don't feature the good ones. So there you go. That that my my thought is AEW might make it till the end of the year. And then it'll be over. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Stephanie McMahon do the same kind of video her dad did when they bought WCW. Can we all just wish Clerks 3 never got made? I'm going to give, look, look. I didn't like Clerks 2 except one scene where Randall just destroys a Lord of the Rings fan, which I could watch that scene a million times over. You know what? You know what? Let's do, let's have a little fun here, shall we? This was the best part of Clerks. Well, that and the the guy having sex with the donkey. Uh, Randall destroys... Lord of the Rings guy. There you go. Oh, this is funny shit right here. Only two things are forever. Love and liberty. Shut up, Lemu. No, I want to skip this video too for Verbo. There you go. Hey, man. Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on. Fucking moron. <laughs> oh, I'm the geek? Look at you two whipping out your preciouses. You'll have to excuse him. He's not down with the trilogy. Oh, what the fuck happened to this world? <laughs> There's only one trilogy, you Amen. fucking morons. Amen. You know what? Maybe we should start calling your friend Padme because he loves Mannequin Skywalker so much, right? Uh, danger, danger, danger. My name is Anakin. My shitty acting is ruining Saga. <laughs> yeah, you're crazy, Jar Jar. Oh, I'm crazy? Those fucking Hobbit movies were boring as hell. All it was was a bunch of people walking. Three movies of people walking to a fucking volcano. Here's the first movie. <laughs> He's walking. And here's the second movie. <laughs> He is way off, loser. You ready for the third movie? Once again, walking. Here's where it gets good. Fucking A. <laughs> Even the fucking trees walked in those movies. You know what? I've had enough of you. Your simplistic analysis of the trilogy aside, The Lord of the Rings was a massive achievement that even the Academy recognized when they gave Peter Jackson the Best Directing Oscar, an award your little friend George Toy Boy Lucas has never and will never win. Bones. Oh, sick burn. Let me tell you something. If Peter Jackson really wanted to blow me away with those Rings movies, he would have ended the third one on the logical closure point, not the 25 endings that followed. What's the logical closure point? Yeah, friend, enlighten us. 
when fucking Frito wakes up from his little coma or whatever and the little hobbits are jumping up and down on his bed and Sam leans in the doorway and gives him that very fucking gay look. Not the rings, Randall. Say what you will about Jesus, but leave the rings out of this. I'm gonna kick your ass back to the Shire if you don't shut your fucking mouth. That look was so gay, I thought Sam was gonna tell the little hobbits to take a walk so he could saunter over to Frodo and suck his fucking cock. Now that would have been an Academy Award-worthy ending. Hey, faggot. They're not gay. They're hobbits. And then right after the Sam Frodo suck fest, right before the credits roll, Sam fucking flat out bricks in Frodo's mouth. I swear. Fuck you. <laughs> guy throws up. Oh my god, that is still one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Fucking Randall in, in Clark's movies is genius. I, I I'm from what I understand, Clerks 3 is going to be Randall and Dante actually making a Clerks movie. So, I, I look, I, I love Kevin Smith. I think his movies are genius, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. It won't be, like, as good as Dogma, but uh, but there you go. All right, next mail here. Um, Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. I enjoyed listening to you, but had no idea that you were so up on the news of the day. Before listening to you, I knew that you were the really funny guy in the morning, but had no idea that you actually have a ton of smarts as well. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, I just tell dick and fart jokes for a living. Yuck, yuck, yuck. I do have to disagree with you when you say that you are not slanted. I mean, no offense by this, but you come off as leaning way right. I am too. I think you're correct about the red wave, and I'm not listening to the media, except you, saying otherwise. Please make sure your listeners get out and vote in November because midterm elections don't draw what national ones do, and this one is pretty important from Kevin. Well, look, look, it, it sounds easy that I'm leaning right because I make fun of Joe Biden so much. And, yes, I do tend to lean right, but what I want, yeah, thank you, Arised. I appreciate that. The backhanded compliment time there. Um, what I want is best for this country. If there was a liberal that came across and said some fucking smart shit, I would fucking be on that bandwagon quick. The Tupelar, like, I'm not going to get into this because this is pissing in the wind, in my opinion. When we all sit around and go, well, we need to do something to the two-party system. Two-party system ain't going nowhere. Sure, you might get an independent or two that wins an election in a state or two. But all you have to do is go back and look and see what happened to Jesse Ventura in Minnesota. Sorry, I'm burping a lot right now. Douglas says, I was told that I'm far right yesterday. Well, that's funny because... You eat fucking, you eat cauliflower pizza. You can't be a part of the right wing. That's one of the rules. Um, but I, I, I'm tired of the, the people yelling, oh, we need to do something to the two-party system. It's not going to happen. Jesse the Body Ventura was an independent, won the governorship of Minnesota, his home state, and got nothing done because Republicans and Democrats wouldn't work with him. It, it, it is so maddening to talk politics to people that, that aren't on your side because they will, they will not listen to any kind of reasonable thing that you have to say. I will, I'll listen 
I'm not going to say if it's reasonable, I'll listen. I'll be I'll happy to listen. By the way, during that Rob Reiner thing with Bill Maher that we played yesterday where Bill Maher called him out for just watching MSNBC, Rob Reiner had the audacity to say that Joe Biden is the best president since LBJ. Oh, I'm not kidding. Said he was the best president since LBJ. Let's forget about that crazy right winger that ended communism. A lot of people say that Barack Obama was a great president. I'm not one of those people, but but a lot of people thought he was fantastic. Now, he was very stately. I heard Joe Rogan talking about this, and I agree with this. This is the thing. Donald Trump was never presidential. Being presidential means you look the part and you act the part. Donald Trump didn't do that. He just got the job done, in my opinion. Joe Biden's a worthless piece of shit. But if I have to look at a president, somebody that you admire and and want to represent the country, Barack Obama carried himself well. Well Well-spoken, articulate, very, very smart, plays basketball, can relate to the everyday guy, had a basketball hoop set up in the back of the White House, pick football games. I still don't think he was a good president, but at least he played the part. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did Reiner say Biden was better than Obama? See, another racist white liberal. It, it, it was funny when he said that he, he's done more than any other president. He's better and done more than any other president since LBJ. Amen, Arnie. There's way too much toxicity and insanity on both sides. You're right. There is. And it's not going anywhere. So to all those people say, we need a third part. Okay. I'm going to get a big, big fan, and I'm going to point it at you the next time you go pee. See what you think then. Obama was uh, only a good speaker. Other than that, he was a piece of shit president. He he was a very good speaker, especially if he had it written for him. He he wasn't that good off the cuff. Joe isn't good off the cuff with, with prompters with an earpiece and people telling him what to say. He's terrible. Donald Trump was that cool uncle that you have. The uncle that cursed in front of you when you were a kid. The uncle that maybe let you sip a beer or two. That uncle. The uncle you would call if you got arrested. That's what Donald Trump was. That's not very presidential. Fuck that, Arnie Barack raped and neutered our once great country. Uh, we are here because of that cocksuck. Now, I, I, I'm not going to disagree with a lot of what you said, Ken Dog. But when you looked at him, you looked at him and said, okay, that guy can be a president. Minus the late night talk show interviews that he did. That was pretty stupid on his part. Uh, there must be something wrong with people named Rob. <laughs> Uh, Ogre, when you talk about movies, you remind me of Don Lovett's character in the cartoon show The Critic. Uh, oh, not to mention he made bombing chicken children in America and other countries look good. If it was rated R, that is. Uh, let's see. Disagree, Obama is an idiot. Fair enough. Look, o- Obama did not like this country at all. 
I'll tell you that right now. I've never said he was a good president. I just said he looked the part. That's it. I mean, when he didn't show up to the tomb of the unknown soldier on, on Veterans Day or on Memorial Day, either one of those days that he didn't show up, I, I was like, okay, I've had it with you. You're done. Uh, let's see. Uh, and, yeah, uh, look, the racial divide that's in this country started started up big again. Look, let, let, let's be honest on this show, shall we? The racial divide in this country has never gone away. We put a lot of lipstick on that pig from the 60s up until Barack Obama. A lot of lipstick. There was still racism going on. It was rampant. Look, I grew up in the state of Texas, and I remember seeing the Klan passing out flyers one day on the road. I'm not kidding about that. Now, if you want to say, oh, that's a southern thing, well, just remember... The governor of Indiana was once a member of the Ku Klux Klan. So don't say it's a Southern thing. But the racial divide really started to happen after Barack Obama. We had all the we had the police shootings, and that's when it, the the uh, uh, George Zimmerman Trayvon Martin case, where the president commented on it the night it ha- or the night the day after it happened, without having any of the facts. president did not he didn't condemn the rioters and the looters in Ferguson Missouri it was the governor of Missouri who enacted the National Guard there because a black kid got shot reaching for a cop's gun he was fighting the cop by the way the New York Times was not condemned for giving out that cop's home address. They had to move that cop and his family immediately, and he was in the middle of mowing his lawn. That's a true story. No one condemned Spike Lee when he gave out George Zimmerman's parents' address. Oops, wrong Zimmerman's. See, the problem that we have in this country right now is that we are too soft. I'll say it. We are too soft. People say, oh, be nice. Look, look, look what's happening to Chris Rock. Chris Rock, this is a great example, and, and I, 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 do, I, I don't have it in the, in the lineup, and I don't know why. Chris Rock, yesterday we talked about how he turned down the Academy Awards. Well, he made a joke about it. And the joke was released yesterday afternoon about it, what he said. He said that'd be like O.J. going back to the scene of the crime where where Nicole Brown was killed. And people want him canceled now for saying that. By the way, it's a funny line. It's so dumb to equate a, a woman who almost got her head cut off to getting slapped, but that's what comedians do. And now they want him canceled for it. Why? Because we're too fucking soft. Anyone who tells a comedian to be nice is too soft, and I don't want you in my life. 
I, I, I hate how soft we are. And you know what? I'll say the softness didn't start with Barack Obama. The softness started after 9-11 because we had to be diplomatic in what we did. We all know where those 19 terrorists were from. Not one of them was from Afghanistan. Not one of them was from Iraq. Not one of them was from anywhere except Saudi Arabia. Yet all 435 members of the House of Representatives are paid consultants to the country of Saudi America or Saudi Arabia. Saudi America. How come we didn't just turn that into a fucking big oil refinery for ourselves? We're too soft. We weren't soft in the 40s and 50s. Now, look, there was a lot of racial shit happening then, and I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a people. Maybe we're starting to come out of it. There's a story going around. I, I, I didn't do it because it, it's an older story. There's a, a, a video that's gone online where a kid is trying to break into the house of his ex-girlfriend. And he gets the door open, and Dad's waiting for him with a gun. And Dad fucking, he shoots him. I think he killed him. No charges are being brought against that dad. And I say, bravo. You're trying to get into the house to get to your ex-girlfriend, who's my daughter, and you're going to break into my house? Oh, you goddamn right you're going to die. We allow in this country. And I want you to look in the mirror and say, enough is enough. If somebody breaks into your house and you shoot them but don't kill them and they get away, we have allowed those people that broke in to sue the homeowners and win for injuries sustained while they were breaking the law. We allow lawsuits to go through because a woman spills hot coffee on her because the coffee's too hot. I'm sorry, I know I sound like I'm preaching right now, but this is something that is very, very important to me. Is that we've become such a soft, weak, pussy nation. We allow shit to happen that we know shouldn't happen. All for the sake of saying, well, it should be a part of it. Leah Thomas should have never, ever, ever swam for the University of Pennsylvania. Girls team. The end. We allow mouthy celebrities to fucking cancel each other or cancel us or we allow these Karens. I'm glad I've never come in face to face with a Karen because I would knock that fucking person out. I ain't kidding. I'll happily go to jail and eat my fucking bologna sandwich. In Nevada, if a shooting is deemed justified, no civil lawsuit can be made. I appreciate that, Triple T, but Nevada is going the way of the blue, and that could change. I hope it doesn't. The absurdities that we have allowed to happen in this country for the, for the sake of being nice. Being nice. This is why rule number three on the show is fuck your feelings. I get my feelings hurt all the time. 
Yes, I have feelings, and they do get hurt. But I, 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 I learn to adjust it. I, I swallow it, keep it down deep. Maybe it's not the healthiest thing. But I know it's not going to be, this, oh, my feelings are what I want you to change. Well, either I have to figure out how to become tougher, or I have to figure out if that person is right or not. You want to make, look, look, this is the hat that should be made. Make America have a fucking backbone again. We allow two million, at least two million people to come through our border without saying a word. We are soft. We will not stand up. I am. I'm tired of it. I'm done. Break into my house and see what fucking happens. I will cut your fucking head off. I'm not kidding. I ain't got a gun. I got a big-ass sharp Bowie knife. And I will take the time to chop your fucking head off. Derek says, amen. Good luck on hurting my feelings. It takes a lot for my feelings to be hurt, but it happens. I'm not going to say I'm a robot and I don't have feelings. We allow statements like, hey, do you have Dr. Pepper? No, we have root beer. What the fuck good is that? Shut up. We want to let kids have rights to change their fucking bodies at the age of five. I still don't understand that one, and nor will I ever understand it. And it upsets me to no degree to watch these parents... Try to be friends with their kids. Don't be friends with your kids. Not until they're at least 18. And by the way, you're still the parent then. You have to raise an adult. I'm not saying you can't be nice to your kids. You can't give your kids gifts. You can't take your kids. My dad did all that shit. But I knew that dad was dad first. I was very, very lucky. I, 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 I'll go ahead. I am, I am so blessed to have had such a great dad. But when I fucked up, that guy that I went to Ranger games and cut up with, he wasn't around. What was around was a disciplinarian. My mom and I had a wonderful relationship. I could talk to her about anything. But if I fucked up, Boy, there was going to be a boot in my ass, and the way it should be. And it actually upsets my wife. She always tells me, like, it just seems you don't care about anything or anybody's feelings. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I don't care about people's feelings by upsetting somebody. Sorry. Oh, well. I don't go out of my way to, to hurt people's feelings. I don't. Because I don't want people to go out of their way to try to hurt my feelings. I, I, don't, I don't operate that way. But all these Karens in the world now, they think they have all these fucking rights and they have all these fucking things. No, you don't. The the Live Golf Tour, this this is my favorite new argument right now. And I'm sorry to be going on this rant, but, hey, I've been holding it in for a while. The Live Golf Tournament, this is the stupidest thing that's in the sports world right now. We have a bunch of millionaire golfers suing where they can play golf. You get paid to play golf. I want you to think about that. 
You get paid. You're really good at it. You practiced. You're you a phenom. I don't care if your name is Tiger, Phil, Rory, whatever. You get paid to play golf. Shut your fucking mouth. If you want to play for Saudi Arabia, go play for Saudi Arabia. I don't give a shit. But once you leave the tour and the tour says, don't let the door hit you, dummy, you're gone. Bye. Adios. And don't cry about it. Don't start lawsuits. The courts have real cases to hear. Not your bullshit. Uh, nope, neither do I. I just go uh, on, I do my own thing and mind my own business. That's the way I go. If I see something that fucking pisses me off, I'll say something. But we are so soft. Just toughen up a little bit. Raise your kids to be tougher. If they fall off their bike, don't sue the fucking bike company. Tell your kid he's not coordinated. Tell your kid he's got to put training wheels back on. Well, the other kids will make fun of him. Well, t- teach him some fucking balance then. Fucking Christ's sake. I swear to God. All right, next one here. Done with rant. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, uh, I'm not sure if this was you or not, but did you live in the apartments off of North McCarran and Reno back in like 2015? If so, I'm kicking myself in the ass because I was one of your neighbors. Oh, you were one of my blind neighbors that watched my apartment get robbed? Thank you. I had listened to you since high school, and if that wasn't you, I won't feel like an ass, but if it was, I'm sorry I never said hello, and that's from Macy. Well, hello, Macy. Yes, that was me. Uh, And yes, my apartment was the one that was robbed, Um, but wish you would have said hello. Uh, Speaking of golf, the course I'm working at now is hosting an LPGA event. I was hoping Natalie Golbus would be here so I could tell her I'm smitten. You should go to hell, Kale. I will never live that shit down. God damn. I still hate her. Winner of one major. Terrible golfer. Uh, All right. Next one here. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? This is from Chuck. Arnie, I've always wondered what people's dream cars are. So I'm asking you if you have a dream car, and what would it be? Mine, of course, is Eleanor from Gone in 60 Seconds. That car is just amazing. Dream car. I, I know that the truck that I've always wanted. Oh, I, I don't worry about it, Kale. I understand. That's pretty funny. Um, the, the car I always wanted was either an 89 or 90 Chevy Stepside. Small bed. That way people won't help ask me to help move. Um, not jacked up at all, but the back tires are a little bit higher than the front tires. I, I love that truck. That, that, that's the one truck that a friend of mine got for graduation. I was so jealous. 1969 El Camino for Arnie. Oh, if I, if I get a 69 El Camino, either that or a Cadillac Coupe de Ville convertible, I already know, if I ever got the Cadillac Coupe de Ville convertible, I don't know what year, because I'm not good with cars. I want it painted burnt orange with a white interior. Oh, I'm going to redneck the shit out of that. But an El Camino, Cadillac, or Chevy Stepside. I think those would be my three. 
I don't have sports cars in there because, well, I don't fit in sports cars. I'd have to get it custom made like Shaq. And my knees are bad, so I don't want to get out of that thing because you got to crouch down real low. And El Camino's just fucking cool. That, I mean, that's all there is to it. El Camino's are fucking cool. The Cadillac, look, look, the Chevy Stepside, that would, that would just be fulfilling a, a, a wish in my heart. The Cadillac, that would be just, that would be to stick it in everybody's face. The Camino, the El Camino is just flat out cool. People see you riding that, they're like, that guy is fucking cool. That's all there is to it. Uh, Ghost says, 73 Fastback Mustang is the original Eleanor. Okay. 62 and a half Mustang convertible. It's my favorite car in the introductory year. Blue so dark you think it's black with a cream convertible top. There you go. Uh, somebody asked me if I would, uh, Zach, you wouldn't want the General Lee or Kit. Well, Kit, no. I, I'll always say this. When it, when it comes to TV cars and movie cars, there's only two I'd want. That is the General Lee, but the doors have to work. Sorry. And the other is the Pontiac Trans Am from Smoking the Bandit. T-tops, yes. Those are, those, I mean, I just recently saw a video of a Smallville, I guess when John Schneider was on there. They had an episode where Tom Wopat is playing like a fucking senator or something. And he shows up at the Schneider Ranch driving a blue 69 Charger. That was pretty funny. Uh, I, I thought for sure you'd say the Fall Guy truck. Well, I don't, I don't really like jacked up trucks. I like that one because it's cool. It's, it's Colt Seaver's car. I don't like jacked up trucks. Maybe because my knees once again. Uh, all right, last one here. Good mail today. Really good mail today. Um, Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Okay, Arnie. I saw the donut you posted online over the weekend, and you said it was the best donut you ever had. The creme brulee donut from the uh, the, the donut shop right down the street, who, by the way, uh, Brad Kid got me one yesterday. And she said, you know, my husband came in. They, they were very thankful for the review I left them, so... Got some free donuts hopefully coming. Um, what would be some of your best you've ever had food items? Just curious and love the show. That's from Stacy. Uh, I'm going to put this on the new website. Uh, we're working on the brand new website. I don't know if I have a meeting today or not. I don't think I do, but I'll check. Um, I'm going to put up restaurants that I've gone to and reviews. Last week, uh, Andrew took me to uh, Terry Black's Barbecue in Dallas, and I can easily say those are the best ribs I've ever had in my life. Ever. And, and, and I've had lots of ribs. Best brisket, I'm going to have to go with either Hutchins or Oaked. Best steak, mine. And, and, and I'm not trying to be a dick here. I, I I like going to steakhouses. I really really do, but I I, I like my steak better. My my steak is better. So a dude took you out to lunch. So did you get late? He also took me out to dinner once too. No, I didn't give it up. 
No, I, I'm happily married, so I didn't give it up to Andrew. Um, best pizzas, Campisi's here in Dallas. It's, it's my favorite pizza. Best hot dog. Best hot dog, Safeco Field. Yeah, I can easily say that one. That was the best hot dog I ever had. Nobody's steak should be, and nobody's is. And I mean, like, I I, I remember, uh, yeah, Braddy Kid wasn't invited. Um, Braddy Kid and I were in Vegas a couple years ago, and we went to the uh, Smith and Walensky's. And I love I, I love their steaks. They 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 have great steaks. That when I go to a steakhouse, I want a really good steak. And Smith and Walensky's have never let me down, except this time. And they didn't really let me down, but they had a a, a, a tomahawk wagyu steak. But they didn't explain, you know, that's, that was at the beginning of Wagyu. Now I know what Wagyu is. A5 Japanese Wagyu is what you want and what you pay for. And you can buy one of those steaks for like $200. I'm terrified of trying to make it, though, even though I will, I will end up getting one and making it. Hopefully I don't ruin it. Uh, but they had this, they had an American Wagyu steak, which, by the way, is not the same. Um. And then they melted butter on it. But where they were melting it was at the really fatty part, the best part of it, and they overcooked it because he, he wasn't really melting the butter. He was cooking the steak. Zach says, don't you miss round table pizza? No, because we have round table here. There's one over by SMU and then one up in McKinney, and we have gone to round table pizza. I like round table. It's good. Best pork chop I ever had was at Jim Croce's in San Diego, the greatest. I don't get a lot of pork chops when I go out. Best sushi in the world is at McCoonie's. I know that I had a falling out with them on my birthday last year because, well, it was horrible service, and, and I was very, very upset. But I, I, I'll tell you right now, the best sushi, people live in Sacramento, you are so lucky to have McCoonie's. Uh, no round table here. I do miss that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any, anything else. I did like Old Town Pizza in Lincoln. I, I, I did. That was, I think that was my go-to place because it was a lot cheaper than round table. And I did like that place a lot. Uh, let's see. I, 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 I've done it. Oh, best burger. Whew. Man. Oh, okay. Easy. Best burger I ever had was in Chicago. At the uh, the Weber Grill, everything's made on Weber grills there. If you want to have a phenomenal hamburger, just go go to Weber Grill for lunch. That way you don't get shot in Chicago. I think there's a Weber Grill in Indianapolis. You could try that one, but that's the best hamburger I've ever had in my entire life. I miss Roma's Pizza in Sacramento area. I pray it's still around when I visit next time. Waitress spilled my water on me and gave me a free Croce shirt. Still have the shirt. Score. Ho Dad's in Ocean Beach. Best burgers on the West Coast, hands down. I thought I would miss Roundtable, but I found uh, Chinello's, and hands down, I don't miss Roundtable. Great pizza, half the price, and open till one. What was it? Oh, uh, oh, God, there's another. Oh, there's a place in Reno. I, I and I love it. It's New York pizza. New York. N U Y A L K. 
Sell it by the slice. Fucking A. Forget about it. Uh, It's been three years since I've been to Sacramento. Fuck visiting family. My plans revolve around all my favorite restaurants. Uh, I'm going to get extra chubby while becoming Southern. Yes, you are. Because here we like butter. Now, now I had something the other day. I had something the other day. Went and had chicken fried steak. Best chicken fried steak I've ever had. Well, that one's going to be a tough one right there, but I'm going to go. There's a place that's like an hour and a half away called Mary's that's really, really fucking good and really big. But there's a place in Garland that I just found called Babe's Chicken House. Oh, and they have the best mashed potatoes. I, I, I'll say Babe's for chicken fried steak. Oh, man, so, so good. And that, it, it's funny that I lived on the West Coast for so long and could never find a good chicken fried steak, and now I'm in Mecca. Oh, it's so good. Best pizza I ever had was a family place in Adesano, California. When we used to live there, it's a place called Nardoni's. Fucking stupendous. I take a road trip once a year back to my old hometown for the pizza. That's the only reason why I would go to Vegas. I want to go to Vegas for the food. I want to eat at Gordon Ramsay's place in Planet Hollywood. Tommy told me the burger there is fantastic. Arnie, today is the anniversary of your last show on the dog pound. It is. Yeah, it really is because I remember I moved on Labor Day weekend. Boy, I don't miss those two fucking hacks. Not at all. All right, metal fans, you're going to hate me. Uh, I'll do this tomorrow, I promise. Uh, We're going to go straight into uh, Celebrity Ass Deathmatch and not take a break. We're just going to keep going. My God, the love of butter and gravy is unreal. I, I idolized on license. I, it's idolized on license plate. Oh, uh, Babe's Chicken House, their biscuits, they have this thing you do, right? Where you pour honey on a plate. And in the South, you, there's, you'll always see honey at chicken restaurants because a lot of people like to dip their fried chicken in honey. I used to as a kid. There's a place called Leslie's Chicken Shack down in, uh, down in Waco. Best chicken I ever had, but they're closed now. I'm going to have to try Babe's Chicken. Hell, I was, almost, I was almost tempted to try their fucking catfish, and I hate cooked fish. We go to Arnie from Vegas for Arnie to exercise. Yes, to walk up wrong steps in places. But you pour honey on there, and then maple syrup, and then mix butter in there, and you dip your biscuits. Oh, daddy. Oh, daddy. Oh, Nelly. Touchdown, Alabama. That shit was good. My boy Brian, uh, he he shared that with me. By the way, Ask Family, I don't know if he's listening right now. Uh, my friend Brian is going through a lot right now. He's got a lot on his plate. Uh, and I want you to send good vibes his way, please. He's a good man. He's a good guy. He's a good father. He's a good husband. He's a good friend. And he's going through a lot right now. So uh, I've been texting him, sending him good vibes. So there you go. Uh, all right, let's do this now, shall we? It's time. Four. Celebrity. Celebrity. Obscure. Celebrity. All right, in our first round, we saw uh, Tone Loke and Thora Birch ascend to the Mount Rushmore of obscure celebrities. We will see who joins them right here, right now. And you know what? We're going to go all the way through. 
going to be round two and three all at the same time. And then I've got some stories to end with. First one up, we have former Dallas Cowboy who fucked up not only once but twice in the same season by picking up a fumbled ball in the, in the Thanksgiving game and then getting the ball stripped from him by Don Beebe in the Super Bowl. I'm talking about the one and only Leon Lett. And he is taking on the guy who cost Buffalo a world championship with wide right, poor old Scott Norwood. Scott Norwood versus Leon Lett as family. Who ya got? Yes, those were very obscure. Leon Lett was a, a football player for the Cowboys, and Scott Norwood was the kicker from the Buffalo Bills who fucking missed a field goal that was fucking terrible. Next one, who has fallen into the level obscurity more? Going back to the world of hip-hop, MC Hammer versus the one and only Vanilla Ice. Let's get it started versus Ice Ice Baby. Who is more obscure as family? Who ya got? Now you people know who these are. Back and forth, all tied up. (laughs) Very true, his name is Ron. We have a winner, and it is Ice Ice Baby. Vanilla Ice moves on. Next matchup we have. Now, this is the one I changed because he originally only had one of these kids in Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but I added the other ones in for good sake. All three of the home improvement kids. Remember the Tool Time Show, Tim Allen? 
all three of those kids versus Hanson. The mbop, mbop, bop, bop, mbop. The home improvement kids against Hanson. Ask family who you got. kids went running away with that one and no i did not put up hey i didn't know they were from oklahoma boy that's another reason why they suck all right last one on here here we go a battle of obscured talk show host and hostess the first one is a guy who would start out talking like this and then he would get fired up and start talking really loud I'm talking about the one and only Phil Donahue. And if you know Phil Donahue, you're dying at that impression. Taking on that fat, then skinny, then fat, and I think she's still fat, Ricky Lake. Phil Donahue versus Ricky Lake. Ask family, who you got? was the man. He would always elongate words. Then there's a crescendo. And gentlemen, Ricky Lake moves on. Ogre says, little known fact, Hanson and the Silver Chair kids are actually the same trio of humans cloned by a joint project by the U.S. and Australia. And it rised, I like that idea. Oklahoma's worst people. Wow. Yeah, uh, Hanson would be on there. Barry Switzer. Oh, I could have a hate. Oh, I know when we're, we're going to do that in October. There you go. It rised. Way to go. Worst. I got to write this down. People from, from Oklahoma. 
Blake Shelton. Oh, I can put him on there. Yes. Color me bad. Oh, fucking terrible. Oh, God. Color me sick. All right, here we go. All right, we, we, we have now gotten to the point where we're going to find out who's on the Mount Rushmore, and then we're going to do the face, and then we got a couple stories to end the show with. Our first matchup to see who gets on the Mount Rushmore. We've got former NFL kicker Scott Norwood, who lost the Super Bowl for the Buffalo Bills against the New York Giants, taking on the one and only rap superstar himself, his name is Rob Van Winkle, but we all know him as one thing and one thing only, and that is Vanilla Ice. Rob Van Winkle, Vanilla Ice versus Scott Norwood. Ask family, who you got? Let's kick it. Stage and watch the chump like a candle dance. Who wants to speak of that booms? I'm killing your brain like, like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly. When I hear a dull melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it. You, you better, better gain weight. You better hit bulls on a kid. Don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Vanilla ice, ice, baby. All right, ass family. This was a no-brainer. Vanilla ice moves on. Next matchup, we have the Home Improvement Kids. Who, by the way, I think they were part of that Hanson cloning as well. The Home Improvement Kids versus Ricky Lake. Home Improvement, Ricky Lake, ass family. Who ya got? kids what was that oh i've just texted something here um you ever want to be torched watch vanilla ice movie he did oh you mean cold as ice you mean the movie that gave us one of the sweetest drops of all time drop that zero and get with the hero it don't get better than that drop that zero and get with the hero all right the mount rushmore sad ass family tone loke thora birch uh Vanilla Ice and Home Improvement, we're going to do it right here, right now. No fucking around. 
and we will find out the face of this Mount Rushmore right here. First matchup, ask family. Is Tone Loke, the rapper, the guy who did Wild Thing, taking on Thora Birch, the actress who was in American Beauty and showed her boobs off and then nothing else? So ask family, Tone Loke versus Thora Birch, who ya got? Dig it. Go cool and add a ball. And I'm looking for some action. But like Mick Jagger said, I can't get no satisfaction. The girls are all around. Boy, none of them want to get with me. My threads are fresh and I'm looking deaf. Yo, what's up, what L.O.C.? The girls was all jocking at the other end of the barn. Having drinks with some no-name chump when they know that I'm the star. So I got up and strolled over to the other side of the cantina. I asked the guy, why are you so fly? He said, funky, funky cold Medina. Ah, uh, yes. Ask family, we have a winner, and it is Tone Loke. And now the matchup to see who will face off against Tone Loke will be Vanilla Ice. The rapper taking on the home improvement kids. Vanilla Ice. Home Improvement Kids, ask family, who ya got? Against Tony, this is a rapper's delight. Here we go. The face of the Mount Rushmore of obscurity. Will it be Tone Loke or will it be Vanilla Ice? Ask family, here's the question Who ya got? Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Banana phone, I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Boop, boop, boop. 
I'd end the show with a, a few stories. we got three stories here real quick. Uh, one story, this guy will fade into obscurity, and, and I hate him already. I've never liked this guy. I never will like this guy. He looks like a balding penis with a beard. And that guy's name is Chuck Todd. Uh, to compliment the worst people from Oklahoma, you can do also do the best people from Texas list. God damn it, Urias, you are on fire today. Best people from Texas. Boy, that's going to be a long list. And I will not include myself in that list. Boy, man, oh, man. Stone Cold Steve Austin, George Strait. I can make the Mount Rushmore myself, I mean, but, you know. That's good. That's going to happen game week. Fifth game of the season, I believe. Mr. Arise, you need to tell Mr. Rise I want to double the bet. If I lose, I will find a $2 bill and send it to him. I promise this time. Uh, all right, here we go. Longtime NBC personality Chuck Todd, who hosts Meet the Press, is reportedly fixing to get fired as top brass pursue a shakeup at the terribly rated Sunday morning show Meet the Press. Well, I can tell you why it's terrible. First of all, it's on Sunday mornings at like 7. Most people are out until about 6 o'clock Sunday morning. They ain't got time to watch no Chuck Todd. And the other one, the other one is Chuck Todd sucks. Chuck Todd is a big fucking crybaby. Chuck Todd, I believe, went to the University of Miami, and they had this thing called Convicts versus the Catholics when the University of Miami in their heyday with Jimmy Johnson played at Notre Dame. And some kids around campus were selling non-licensed shirts called the Convicts versus the Catholics. Uh, as Rush would call him, F. Chuck Todd. Uh, but Chuck Todd said, oh, it, it scarred us. It felt us even bad. They were calling us all convicts. You fucking crybaby. Derek says he'll send me a $2 bill. All right, all right. If if the Longhorns lose, I, if Mr. Arise and I had a bet. I just never got around to signing the dollar bill for him. I will sign the $2 bill if I lose this year. I promise. If he's man enough to take on that bet this year, knowing how Choklahoma be- is going to be. Just saying. So uh, I, no, no word on what liberal fuck they're going to put on there. They lost everything when they lost Tim Russert. Tim Russert was a liberal, but he, he could have conversations with the right. He was a good guy. I like Tim Russert, and he was a Buffalo Bills fan. God love him. God hate Chuck Todd. All right. It's happened again. Oh, boy. It happened last week, and by the way, we have video of it, and there is no denying the old hoopty 
and Doopty was going on. They're going to have to change. They're going to have to change, take me out to the ball game. Instead, they're going to have to start playing this. Because in Toronto, uh, a couple was spotted and videotaped getting the old hoopty doopty action on during the game. Now, I can't blame them because it's a Blue Jays game. There is video. There we go. Oh, she's bumping and grinding. We want a chick. We want a chick. I mean, they are going at, oh, there's security. Here comes security. They're in the top level at Skydome. I hope this guy's almost done because security's gonna tell him he's done. Uh, Rise, you're gonna have to send me your info. Arnie never gets around to stuff like that. I'm waiting to pay his debt to me. Oh, you're, you're bull crap bets. You wouldn't take a bet yesterday. A woman is straddling a man at the top row of the 500 level. I mean, it, isn't it fishy when you see people walking up there and there's nobody else up in the 500 section? These people are just getting it on at baseball games. God love them. All right, final story of the day. And this, I, I got to say, this is pretty good. You can tell this guy is a father. A Southwest Airlines pilot was at the helm during a flight from uh, a flight to San Ca- or Cabo San Lucas. When he pulled the ultimate dad dad trip move, when he got on the horn and said, uh, "Ladies and gentlemen, if you continue to airdrop naked pictures, I'm going to turn this plane around." I'm not kidding. He he went on he went on the, the the mic and threatened to return the aircraft to the departure gate if passengers didn't stop sending nude photos to him via the airphone airdrop. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, so here's the deal. Um, uh, if this continues while we're on the ground, I'm going to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. Uh, keep it clean. Uh, we're going to have to get security involved, and your vacation is going to be ruined. That is the most awesome thing I've ever heard in my life. I will, I will turn this car around. I will turn this aircraft around. <laughs> How great is that? I mean, I, I love the pilots. I'd love to be a pilot just to talk on the intercom. Uh, yes, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain, Captain State speaking. Uh, I have no idea how to use a microphone because this is all the way in my mouth. I'm going to be telling you about lands, uh, land, uh, land, landmarks. That's the word. Sorry, I've had a couple up here today belting them back, you know. Um, hair of the dog, if you will. Anybody got any cocaine on the flight? Anyway, I'm going to point out these landmarks that nobody's going to be able to see because, well, we're going 500 miles an hour, and if you can't see it, too fucking bad. Oh, man. If they were going to San Francisco, they'd have nothing but dick pics. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I've received yet another dick pic. Can we stop with the penises, please? 
And by the way, do not send me any of the hairless cat pictures as that's your vagina because I know vaginas don't look like that. That's one of my favorite parts of flying is the announcements. Just They have no technique when it comes to microphones. This is like when people yell into microphones and it drives me crazy. These guys, the captains are the absolute worst. That's the one class they don't have to get to. That was an elective in flight school. Learn to talk on the intercom. Nope, going to miss that one. And half the time, you can't understand the fuckers. feet. Sit back and the uh, cruising time. We'll get to gauge in about, I don't know, 15 minutes after we're supposed to be at least. I don't know, but uh, enjoy your flight. And you always have a choice, but thank you for choosing to fuck me in the ass airlines. Arnie would start an announcement with, uh, ladies and gentlemen, nobody panic. <laughs> That'd be the best way to start it. Uh, nobody panic. Uh, there is a small fire burning in the cockpit right now, and that fire is in my loins. <laughs> Said seen an airplane where everybody's riding on the plane. Oh, that's good shit right there. I don't care who you are. All right, that is going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Tomorrow, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy will be with us. We've got a few stories coming out of the NFL and all of college football. Um, I'm going to have to wear headphones when I move into my new office so they don't hear me. Here, fuck me in the ass airlines near me. I'm sorry about that. Uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic, have a wonderful, spectacular hump day, hump day, hump day, and adios, everybody.
RedArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.